0: Scott, Matt, do you know that this podcast is brought to you by the good folks at Audible.com? I do. Today's sponsor is
1: Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Whoa.
0: Listen to audiobooks whenever and where. Oh, We peaked more? on that. one. We oh, went a little too loud. <laughs> I'm gonna pull this mic level down, guys. We're we, we this is our first podcast of all time ever. Uh, oh, my, I, name's, my name's my name. That is gonna sound a lot better. Okay. Yeah. That's wow. Good. Yeah, that's a lot better.
1: i Have opening stuff.
0: And then really uh, I'm bad. gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna put this up. We're gonna we're gonna hear us a little bit more. I'm gonna bring up our volume and bring down the mic volume. It's a lot of clicking. It's very annoying clicking. Uh, Clicking. This
1: clicking is brought to you by Audible.com. Oh my god! A leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks whenever and and wherever wherever you want. Yes. Um. So yeah, show is brought to you by Audible. We're back. Yeah, we're back because Audible said, "Hey
0: guys, why don't you dust off the Phoebe cave? How about a little something for the
1: fucking effort?" And
0: uh, head out here to los angeles california record a podcast and we said you know what audible sure sure we got nothing else to do on a monday night
1: we could want to sit within an inch of each other and uh talk towards not even an inch our knees are very weird our knees are touching we can't look at each other Uh, i can look at you scott i know but it's weird But, if, we're, but if, we, if we want to be on mic
0: Yeah, we have to essentially lean in We have to l- is, look at that thing Am I that much louder than you or is it just Is it's my weird. voice better? No, no, you know what it is? I have in-ear headphones on Yeah. So what I'm hearing is my own voice reverberated Into my head Gotcha. That's why I sound so much better Because you're like NASA, man I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah.
1: What if I sit over there I don't And then I can stare at each other I don't know other.
0: Do you want to try it? Yeah. Scott's okay. moving, Scott's had enough of my knee
1: it's not the I don't mind touching you. I love touching you. I just find it weird not to look at you.
0: Yeah. Well I mean it is like you can you can I mean, yeah. This is this is okay. Right? This is better. Yeah. Can people hear us? I don't know. Guys, I, you'll be able to tell us if you can hear us, right? It's, it's this is the, 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 the only all, test that we're doing, is just audible. You tell us if you can hear it. It's it's inaudible. Oh wait, are we recording as an MP3 or are we recording as a WAV file? What should I do? I don't know. Well, WAV file is going to have more information. Hmm. And then we can compress it later. What a great intro to the podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned for Feeb 30-something. Minutes, putting it right back the way it was. Uh, welcome, everyone. Feeb 39,000. Five hundred and four. You've missed a lot of episodes. Yeah, we've done a lot. Uh, what number is this? It was do you have our any idea? Shit, do you have any idea what number this is? I think we're still in the thirties. Okay, guys, we're still in our thirties. Leave us be. We're just gonna coast. Did into you our hear 30s. that? It's from your phone. Oh, <laughs> do you hear the thing that I'm causing? Do you hear the static? As we said on the uh, Nerdist pod, not Nerdist podcast. Holy shit! This is Feeb. We're Phoebe. <laughs> this Did is not forget? the Nerdist podcast. I was gonna say, as we said on the intro, "Hi, my name intro. is Jonah Ray." Oh, hey Jonah, <laughs> what's up? Chris couldn't be here today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you think that secretly somewhere Kevin and Hardwick are recording a podcast and not telling us? I mean, do you think people would hear it though? No. What if they're just doing it?
1: Because they're doing they're, it with each other because
0: just... they can't deal with the fact that we're over here cheating on them.
1: Um, no
0: Concise answer, I agree (laughs) Best, best, no, I don't think that they are I don't think that's happened Now Scott, it's been a long time since we've podcasted It's been a while A lot's happened A lot has happened First of all, my beard is back
1: Your beard is back, I noticed that as
0: soon as I came in And looked at your face, I was like Your beard's back yeah, guys, it's back for the winter. I figured once daylight savings happened, it was no longer time to have a clear face. I wanted to have a face that has beard hair, and it does. It took two weeks to grow. The last week in New York, I spent uh, full filling it out. I was really concentrating every day on making my beard fluffy and full and manly. What
1: do you how, what, how what does that mean? You like, just
0: think about it. Like it's, right, it's like all, right now, I'm thinking about it's all it. All thought, yeah, like. You, do you see it? you see it changing at all? No. Hang on. How about now? No. Nah. I mean, it looks more manly. You got a drip? No. Oh, come on. It looks the same. Oh. Yeah, well, yours looks great, as always, and and, and you shaved your beard off, and I for did. a little while, we neither of us had a beard. It was just four eyes. It was four eyes. No I beard. I was wearing my glasses the other day. Oh. Not around, not around you. We haven't seen each other in weeks. Yeah, it's been a long time. We, we do occasionally awkward. run into each other at the gym in passing. We do, but like uh, two
1: sweaty ships in yep.
0: the night. Well, I'm I'm sweating and you're not. You're, yeah, because I come after. Out there. And sometimes I get on the treadmill next to Scott and try to run faster than him. And he tries to challenge me. It's a lot of fun. I think it makes your mornings brighter. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm always excited, but I also won't be. I won't be taken in. Yeah, no. You. I'm like you, I'm warming up. You but. sort of let me. Well, my muscles aren't, aren't warm yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, my I'm muscles gonna, are. I'm not ready gonna ready to go. crank mine. I'm up. constantly warmed up, Scott. I'm ready to do. That's what they, so they at call you.
1: They call you. You know, super. Warm, always guy. warm up, Matt.
0: Always warm up, Matt. Is <laughs> is that's been my name since second grade? Yeah, I was like ready to go. That kid is oh, warm. Kid. Oh, he's so warm. <laughs> the kid, that kid is so fat. He's radiating a lot of body. <laughs> Let's call him Always Warm Matt. Honey, turn off the
1: heat. <laughs> we don't need the heat it anymore. Don't worry about it. We got Matt. We got Matt. Look at him. Look how look how fucking warm this kid is. I can't even be around. I'm in a
0: t-shirt and shorts in December. <laughs> I love your. I love your version of what my father sounds like. <laughs> Which is not. I mean, it's not. He. He has a bit of an accent. He doesn't know that, but it's not super, super thick. My mother's is much thicker than my your father's. Mother's is yeah. yeah, yeah. The Matthew. Yeah, that's it. Matthew yeah. Paul Meyer, what the fuck are you doing over there? <laughs> you're too hot. You're too warm. You I can't. You don't even. You don't even want to know what your brother did. <laughs> you're just, like you're right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like, you know your brother is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's usually what uh, what happens. Whose phone is making... Is it mine? Can you grab... My phone is next behind... Uh, over there on, on computer desk. Oh, your desk. fucking tablet? Is the uh, do iPhone... Me, do you want me to read? The iPhone 6 Plus? Well, what was read? the last text message? Uh, Tess? Tess Rafferty. Rafferty? mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, That's probably Gin or rum? Oh, well, the answer to that question is gin. You can reply to that. Well, like, uh, Is
1: there a code?
0: It is... <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> I'm just signing my code just got oh, There's
1: a hint of peach snobs in the air. What mm. are they screening for? Oh hey guys, I'm at. Uh, oh I can't take It's this. too much. It's, it's too much. Too much. I'm done. I'm not your fucking secretary.
0: <laughs> WGA screenings are right? in full swing. You're getting your you're getting your screeners getting sent to you. Started again. I you just got some... a what I got chef. We got chef. Did you get chef? I got yeah. chef. Yeah, I, I just said it. chef so many times. <laughs> you got chef. You got chef. I got chef. You got <laughs> chef.
1: <laughs> all I got is chef. So chef, what's If I get one more fucking movie, I'll be good. Chef.
0: Uh, no, I got a couple other ones that I don't remember. I have a few. I have chef. But the uh, she, I remember the chef one specifically because it came as a fully retailable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, generally you get all the
1: stuff that's out. Yeah. Except for like Sony Pictures Classics.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of like
1: um, some of the like indie stuff. Do you go to screenings? I I have. I haven't gone to one in a while. Let me ask
0: you the following question. Your answer is probably going to be no, but I know you've been off for a couple weeks, so maybe I just got. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you've seen long. Birdman. Have you seen Birdman? I haven't. I mean, I. You should see that. I really, really I want to see Birdman. Birdman. I do want to see that. I recommend it a to lot. a friend, and I recommend it to you, the Feebles. Recommend. I mean, oh, you're it's also it's so my friend. Rec- yeah. It's a Feeb, Wow. wait a Phoebsies. It's a, way to, uh, way to like. it's a Why did tell them? That we're no, guys, your you're my friends. They are. Friends, please buy our new t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a new t-shirt. There's a brand new Phoebe t-shirt. A few of you have tweeted at me that you already got them and you're wearing them. It used to be a pre-order. And now it's just an order. Yeah. Um, If you go to merchtable.com slash uh, you can... Oh, Scott and I's face on your chest. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills feet. This is Matt's. This is Matt's. This is my... This is, for some reason, my dream. I wanted this This shirt This is your dream. Dana did a great job with this art, and I liked it a lot. So much so that I knew the shirts were coming out, so I was like, I better grow the beard so people know that's me on the shirts. So you can stand next to people? beardless... Did you get one? Did I order one? I, I went to order one, and then I didn't order it because... I had moved and I hadn't changed my credit card. It was a whole complicated situation okay. where I was like, oh, I better change the address. And then I went on a whole uh, moving rampage of, like, making sure all the addresses are now correct. Gotcha. Scott, moving takes a lot out of you. Have we done a podcast since I moved? I don't think so. Oh, my God. Maybe. No. Scott, I moved. A you're, lot has happened since the my last new house. One. I think it's been months. It hasn't been that long. I feel like we did one in September. It's been a month. Been a month, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe a little longer.
1: Well, I think no, no, no. We gave no because in the last
0: show that the oh, it was the done one that we did in June. Yeah, it was the it was the show we forgot. The show we, we forgot, forgot about. Yeah. I got news for everybody. We might forget about this show too, and, and maybe you're hearing know. this not in uh, November. Yeah, it's
1: 2016. Yeah, oh. wow. Apes rule of the world. How do you think Star Wars was? Um, it was um, spacey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Space Tastic. It was the best movie. It was that very J. J. Stars, did this year.
1: star Wars-y. Yeah, sure.
0: It had a lot of Star Wars
1: like mach- things happening in it. Do like, you have like I know there you was haven't... no Way you wouldn't know that it was a Star Wars movie,
0: right? Everywhere you look, you're like, "Oh, there's a Wookiee. fucking lightsaber. There's oh, a stormtrooper. Oh my god, is yeah, that a, is Chewbacca. It's totally dialed up? in. What's
1: happening? It's totally. That's my review on not seeing any of it. Totally, it, it's dialed, totally in? dialed in.
0: Totally dialed into to being stars, Star Wars. To be Star Wars. That's great. That's Scott, Star Wars. That Wars was review. the best review you've ever done on this show. Well, there it is. There you <laughs> go. So, fee recommend. Do you have any? <laughs> do you have any interest in seeing Star Wars? I mean. I'm, curious. Defined I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, will you see it in the theater? Uh, I mean, here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm.
1: So if I saw the trailer yeah, and I was like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. looks amazing. Um, it really comes down to what the story is. Like if it's a really fascinating story, then I would be interested. Mm-hmm. If it's just sort of like it's like, hey, remember Star Wars? <laughs> you might remember such things as
0: the Millennium Falcon. Get What'd us you... out of here, Chewie. <laughs> Do you remember Luke Skywalker? Oh, my head! <laughs> well, maybe you're a fan of C-3PO. <laughs> well, they're back. <laughs> And and doing war. similar things. <laughs> You'll love it when R two D two makes this noise. <laughs> or what about when Chewie says this? <laughs> I couldn't pull <laughs> it. I couldn't out. It's Star Wars: <laughs> The Rise of the Force, or whatever it is. What is it? the Force Awakens? Yeah. The Force is sleepy, but now it's waking up. (laughs) It was asleep. Prepare to watch it wake up. (laughs) (laughs) What if it's just uh, an hour and a half of uh, Luke Skywalker trying to get up? In the morning, he's like, eh, it's, I, I would know, go. I would have to take a nap. I would he be like, I would
1: have to watch it
0: because you would be like, Is it if that's for real? <laughs> the Force Awakens. <laughs> the force.
1: <laughs> it's like an hour and a half, and then he gets up and stretches. And
0: they're like, The Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> just <letting> the credits <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> and JJ's like, You know, I went out. I went John Williams walk. is back. That's That's good.
1: Yeah right, I I'm, my thing is like it to to have interest based on the like but the, the universe but but like like, oh, like people people's yeah, interest yeah. is yeah. based on the universe people mm-hmm. people because um, you can't just be like. Th- it's not about necessarily the movies specifically, right? So yeah. it's like any interest now is about just like, oh fuck. But and those but generally speaking, it's like then they're just interested in anything in the Star Wars universe, Right. Right. Um. So I,
0: I like I don't have that. I'm like I I, I never read the books. You got really. a guy that's like turning on the Star Wars Rebels and being like, let me check out this cartoon that's computer animated. No. No. Me either.
1: I don't, and it's not because I. I mean, I did not you know, the the second set of movies, whatever the episodes, those were one, two, and three or whatever it was. I mean, you we're know, a dust but, race. I mean, yeah, sure, whatever you want to call it. Um, south of the border. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> episode A. Like I, you know, they didn't do much for me. I didn't feel raped or whatever people would say about their childhood yeah, and stuff like that. Sure. Like I was just like, I, I, I tend to be, you know, a little bit. I guess I'm not as passionate as some other people are. I'm just like, oh, it's You're a more movie. You're more
0: consensual like movie making. Yeah. Not childhood <laughs> raping movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want the child to agree. <laughs> I want
1: it to be consensual. Um, I, you know, I just... Uh, they, they definitely didn't... The first three movies are really special to me. Yeah, sure. To me... But it's also relative to time, where it's like, they were special to me then. Like, I don't really want to watch them right now. If you were like, hey, Scott, come on over and I'll pop some popcorn and we'll watch (laughs) episode four, five,
0: and six. That sounds a little fun. No. Oh, come on. You might remember Darth Vader. (laughs) If you did that the whole time. (laughs) You might remember (laughs) Hyperspace. (laughs) They can't get the Millennium Falcon to work. (laughs) <laughs> don't forget Porkins
1: <laughs> See I don't know Who you're
0: talking about Porkins was the fat X-Wing pilot Oh uh, yeah I don't know You don't remember Porkins? No Why would I? Porkins was like They cut to a guy Who's fat Right? In a cockpit yeah. Of an X-Wing And then they say he his says name something, All the time? And then they say Porkins You know they say Porkins where are... Something like that Something to that effect Whatever they said Address the fact That this character Is named Porkins Yeah And, he... and he's a big fat fatty Yeah and he's flying. Which is just like hint number one that George Lucas has no creativity left in his body. <laughs> of oh, the fact that he called him he's Porkins? He's like, oh, this fat guy called Porkins. Hey, hey, fatty, you know what your name is?
1: Porkins. <laughs>
0: and then like in the... but the, Skinny guy, your name? The most... Skinny. The craziest thing to me that that he did in Star Wars, in in the, in the Phantom Menace. Everyone complains about Jar Jar Briggs being somewhat racist. Everyone complains about... Uh, uh, Watto, the shop owner, you know, that owned the shop where Anakin Skywalker was the slave that was, like, this caricature of a Jewish person. Yeah, you yeah. No part is worth two slaves. Not by long shot. So they had that guy in there. And then, but the, I think the most racist thing in episode one is those Trade Federation aliens that are just big caricatures of Asians.
1: Oh, I don't remember. See, that's where it's like that movie was like. As it's soon as insane. it cut to like the like politics, I was like, "They're getting to the blast door.
0: There is no like. It's just it's well, that's that the way crazy. they talk. Yes, that's oh, how right, right. they talk. Oh, really? Well, guess what? I have the internet, so everyone's gonna hear how right I am about this. Uh, YouTube.com/slash. You might remember. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Scott. Trade Federation. It
1: is it, that was the point. I mean, that movie lost me pretty quickly, but um that
0: part where I was like, I couldn't even tell you like I found a uh, this this YouTube video has one thousand and fifty four one thousand five hundred and forty two views. And it's called Classic Trade Federation lines. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so this isn't somebody that was like this. <laughs> they do the Curb Your Enthusiasm music on it I'm into this so far So pretend that there's no Curb Your Enthusiasm music going on in the background Because this dialogue is accurate
1: I knew it They're here to force a gentleman Distract I will contact Los
0: illegal. Like, oh, maybe that's
1: it. Maybe George is just like... Maybe George is a fan of racial stereotypes. Do you
0: think that's what it is? Or do you I think don't know. Maybe.
1: It's... Maybe he's just like, look, I want these pe- like, oh, I'm not people, like... That's maybe. my
0: impression of George. Lucas. That was amazing.
1: He, like, pulled his chin back. Yeah, so he's just like, the... trying to reduce his neck. Or like... <laughs> He doesn't, he doesn't talk like Kermit the Frog. Yes, he does.
0: He doesn't go like, I think.
1: Uh, when I created Hand
0: Solo, Hand Han was
1: named after my hand. Hand, yeah, it was Hand Solo. It's a, a jerk off. I looked
0: down and I saw his
1: and it was Solo and, and it was
0: around my dick. Let me tell you something. And so, Hand Solo is kind of a dick. I shot first. Let's. <laughs> remember? <laughs> Does everybody? Oh. Does
1: everybody remember I changed that and go over? You're right never around?
0: allowed at uh, Skywalker Ranch now. Did you yeah. know that? Just it just happened. It got happened. posted on the just, internet. I just, I just saw this message from him. This is a 35 minute George Lucas interview, so we're gonna listen to all 35 minutes right now.
1: You do have to eat, pay your rent, you and uh, pay back your friends who are supporting you.
0: I, I mean it pretty took good me job. years to get my first film off the ground and uh, as I I talk to, films to now, especially I say the easiest job you'll ever get is to try to make your first film interesting that's, that's the easiest job you'll ever get I mean I guess it is because you're hiring yourself it's true yeah you're not actually alright George you make some sense yeah and you mocked him openly I didn't mean to mock him you The man's too. done great things yeah I okay, agree Indiana Jones is the best thing ever <clears throat> Do you do you
1: do you say Indiana Jones or Han Solo,
0: who I think is a better character? Yeah, I think Indiana Jones is a better character. Yeah, me too. Han Solo, I but feel I like, like Han little, Solo. a little. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like him? Seriously. But here's the
1: thing: I I admit, like I just I'm I'm not the person. I don't care. I don't carry it. Like I, I don't carry it around. Like I don't wear a Han the Solo iron on shirt. Don't carry, um, I don't carry the burdens. burden of of different of, of, of distinguishing which characters I don't carry
0: that around I you know I think the thing with Star Wars is, is it just I think it was super smart of him to sell it to Disney because it's kind <laughs> of like it'll be well taken care of there'll be movies constantly being made Sure, the franchise is not going to die. He doesn't have to worry about it. Like, what's well, going to happen to Star Wars after I'm dead? Yeah, he doesn't have to put up with everybody's shit going, like, yeah.
1: this fucking sucks, yeah. man, but we'll watch it anyway.
0: Yeah. But now it's J.J. Uh, Abrams who, for some reason, decided to do this after Star Trek. Whatever. That's cool. Does that bother you? Yeah, it bothers me. Why? It bothers me a lot. There's only one star. Well, listen, here's the thing I feel like he feel like he, he's cheating on Star Trek? No, I feel you like you know he that Star Trek really, is a person. He would never was really, I think a personally a great fan of Star Trek. Okay. You know what I mean, and he admittedly in interviews wasn't it, he? he was more of a Star Wars guy. Yeah. So there was no none of the reverence that he appears to be treating Star Wars with was there for Star Trek. So you're more annoyed, you're not annoyed that he went, you're just annoyed that he made the first two at all. I'm annoyed that he made the first two at all. Because it feels like he just made the first two to get the Star job for Star Wars. We didn't know. I did know that. Know. I, that's why I said my feelings. Oh, fuck your feelings. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matt, fuck your feelings. Well, that's what Hashtag I fuck your did feelings. Did you ever end up
0: seeing Into Darkness? Star Trek Into Darkness? the No. Of-
1: Everybody said it was a pile of poo.
0: It's very frustrating. It's a very frustrating movie. Did you think and it's I, a pile? Of I would poo? like you know if you'd seen it, I would talk to you more about it, but it's endlessly frustrating. Yeah, I, and I, you know,
1: I that was one of those movies where it's like nobody told me anything good, or anybody would say anything good about it. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, wait, 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 it's not that bad. Like that to me is what I get all the time. Where I'm like, I heard it sucks. I'm like, no, 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 no it's not that bad. I'm like. But you didn't just you didn't say it's good. It doesn't suck, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you just basically said it doesn't suck as much as you think it I does, which like is not true.
0: That's a movie you'd rip your hair out at. Well then I don't I don't want that experience. Well <laughs> Scott. Do <laughs> you really feel the need to rip your hair out? If I need You to... might remember Khan <laughs> from Stacey. The SS Bunny B.
1: Um, I love Star Trek Two. Star
0: Trek Two is great. Is that why people are mad? Because it's like you ruined Khan or something. No, like that. my problem with it, my problem with Star Trek Into Darkness, was what I felt like was a lack of creativity. Gotcha. Bam. It was a full lack of. Have you said this before public? Character. This is the first time people are hearing it. I think I. Played about it a lot. I'm fucking laying it out there on Aisha Tyler's podcast. Fucking JJ like, right Abrams. After it came out. Fucking all no, these fuckers. Can fucking here it comes. I don't know what. I don't know what guidelines they're under from the studio. I don't know what forces were working against them. I don't no, know what it was like. No penises. No, they're like okay, no penises. Also, we have to have someone die. Whatever. Yeah. So, spoiler alerts ahead for Star Trek yeah. Into Darkness if you haven't seen it. If you
1: haven't seen it and you want to watch the Sucky movie,
0: here is the part that drives <laughs> If you haven't seen it away. and you've seen Star Trek 2, you've seen it, but worse. <laughs> I mean, but better. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, here's what they do in this movie. Khan. Khan. Is played by... Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Who does a fine job. Every actor in that movie does a great, great job. Particularly keep... Carl uh, Irvin. Okay. Who plays McCoy. Right. I think he's fucking phenomenal. <clears throat> and I hope they make another Judge Dredd movie with him in it. So. Here's what they do, Scott. They take... They have Con, right? They have Khan. They don't tell you he's Khan. No. No one knows he's Khan until... I think middle of the act. Act two. But the audience, you're aware that it's Khan. Okay. So they the first scene is pretty much lifted out of Raiders of the Lost Star, the first scene of this movie okay then they go to Starfleet Academy where they're like oh Kirk broke the prime directive blah 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 whatever then we see Khan who's out for vengeance because in this timeline uh the Botany Bay is found earlier than it was you know in uh in the the original series yeah so they do a whole thing where Khan essentially Khan is like out for revenge but you don't know why he's out for revenge come to find Robocop Peter Weller has built a giant battleship secretly a giant clandestine federation battleship yeah and armed it with these crazy torpedoes that are like crazy torpedoes super destructo torpedoes whoa right so you're like fuck. Yeah, but which which was built with the help of Khan because Khan, you know, super smart. He's, just, he's a super smart good engineer. Starship designer. really good engineer. So in this movie, Peter Weller goes out, you know, for vengeance. I forget what he's revenging. I don't remember exactly. But uh, he goes a little crazy, and then meanwhile. Khan's escaped, so the Enterprise is sent to go track down Khan and get him for trying to sabotage Starfleet. Yeah, Khan gets captured. Blah blah blah. We find out eventually that Khan is had built that ship, but was under duress because the Federation had the rest of his crewmates, the Botany Bay crewmates, frozen in stasis. Yeah, and then. they somehow put those people in torpedoes or whatever, whatever. All this stuff, bad stuff, that the Federation was doing to Khan. Kirk didn't know this was happening. Gotcha. So the people are kept you know, on board the Vengeance inside torpedoes. All of his crewmates are inside these crazy torpedoes for some reason. I don't remember if there's a the plot reason for that or whatever. So then it becomes the Enterprise versus this USS Vengeance or whatever the fuck the ship is called. Yeah, yeah. This giant... Advanced battleship. battleship, Starship, crazy torpedoes.
1: People and animals.
0: they realize that oh my god, this guy, this fucking Peter Weller. Peter Weller has all Khan's people, which is not cool according to the Federation. You know, in <clears> not... <throat> torpedoes. So guess what has to happen? Khan and Kirk have to work together to stop the greater evil, which is Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Huge spoilers, guys. I'm sorry, but it's happening. F- yeah. So then. What happens is there's a cool scene of Khan and Kirk working together on the ship to stop Peter Weller, but then Khan goes a little crazy, crushes Peter Weller's skull with his hands, and then just goes a little nuts, and from this point forward, it then becomes the third act of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Except. Except. Kirk is the one that has to save the Enterprise... And get the radiation poisoning. And say the same fucking lines... Oh, my god! That Spock said... In the second one, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, or the one. Yeah, yeah. They now have Kirk saying that, and Kirk's getting the radiation. So for some reason, Kirk is saying exactly the same dialogue that Spock said in Star Trek 2. Does Kirk die? Kirk dies. But is brought back to life... Within about five minutes by McCoy with the help of a Tribble and Khan's super blood so then it turns into this big chase to get Khan uh and it turns into a whole thing of uh Khan chasing down Spock Spock on on Earth trying to stop Khan uh by the way when Kirk dies in Spock's arms you see his dick you see his dick but also, Zachary like Kinto's Spock yells con. Uh, so that was how they, so they flipped like, it. They're like, that's their homage? I, I mean, don't know what it was. Homage. It didn't make any sense. Like, all the fucking, even Scotty's dialogue <laughs> is the same. It was crazy huh. that all this dialogue was the same, except they flipped Kirk and Spock. So and then, that bugs you. That, bu- that bugs me. And then it turns into this whole thing of, like, then they have to go stop Khan, blah, blah, blah. Now, what would have worked, I think, in my opinion, what I think would have been a better choice for them, would have been to take this interesting twist of the Federation being the bad guy here, really, yeah. and having all of Khan's people like that. And I think what they should have done was have Kirk and Khan work together to do this. And then Khan has to sort of answer for his crimes, and they court-martial him on the ship, and they fucking send him to SETI Alpha 5. And then you set up... Then you set up a Wrath of Khan eventually. It could be a new Wrath of Khan. It doesn't have to be the same fucking Wrathier. story. Wrathier. Wrathier of Khan. What I'm saying is, you have this interesting angle in this new timeline. Use it. Don't don't try to backtrack us to get us to the point of making it the wrath of Khan. Yeah, yeah. Like, m- make Khan a somewhat sympathetic figure, which they sort of did, but then turn around and make him a fucking crazy murderer. Which he kind of is, but then... 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 Just make him work together with Khan and then he has to answer for his crimes and then he gets sent to City Alpha 5 and then we set up something else. Great. Don't fucking use the exact same lines of dialogue. To the point where I feel like Nicholas Meyer should get story credit On this movie Did he get story credit? I don't know I didn't even look But if he didn't That's bullshit Yeah That does it for Trek spoilers I've been your host Matt Myra <laughs> Joining me as always is a confused Scott Mosier Good guy who doesn't care Scott Mosier eh? <laughs> But it was just You know If you ever That's our doorbell I'm to go find out why that's our doorbell who could that be? I'll
1: find it's out. Got to entertain nobody. Uh, so Matt's walking to the door, and uh, we'll see who it is. It is somebody. A deli- it's a rug. It's uh, some- a rug. It's a somebody delivered a rug for Matt. It's uh oh, they're putting they're putting the house together. And apparently this rug is gonna really tie the room together. That's right, I said it. And he's got some his mail. He's coming in with his mail.
0: We got a lot of mail, Scott. We can go through the mail. I don't need to go through the mail here. It's Time Warner saying, "Hey, Time Warner, like your internet bill, rather Chase, Uh,
1: something from Universal." Uh huh. Uh, that's from Dory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's something from Americana
0: Parkway. What do you think this is? My guess is this is a refinance your um, refinance your oh. What do you think? Car, car, maybe. Oh, maybe it's like, hey, you're you're an American. Here's a hundred dollars. Welcome to America, God, American guys. If you're listening to us from somewhere other than oh, it's the pin number for my new Virgin credit card. Oh, there you go.
1: There's a pamphlet from Sweetwater.
0: Oh, I got got something from Ventura County Credit Union. What's that? I think they handle my car loan, if I remember correctly. Did you get a rebate, or did you get a bill? Uh, I just got the same bill I always get. Holiday closures, guys. Holiday closures. Scott's looking at my car loan to see if it's satisfactory.
1: What do you think, Scott? What do you think? Payment amount. Beginning balance and balance. Total amount
0: to
1: Scott,
0: it's all good. Thanks, Scott. Guys, it's all good. I did it. Just got to figure out how long you can depreciate it. Well, that's the thing. I, I'm not gonna have positive equity in that car until probably when this show comes out next year um alright now Scott what did you do oh I see what you're going for are you going for some feed breeds I believe I (laughs) am um Scott if you could please hand me my copy for our wonderful folks at audible that way I can join you in the revelry so let's jump into a little <gasps> bit of feebreeds. Feebreeds did did it, did it did it, did, it. did it did it brought to you
1: by Audible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you <laughs> <laughs> Wait should we write a do you wanna write a Feebreeds song? Here we'll, we'll do it, it. uh Feebreeds Fee Good job you're good, so Feebreeds was that it was that a song i don't know it's where like a kenny loggins <laughs> like it's a kenny that was oh, basically that was kenny loggins wasn't it yeah it was footless was, was it <laughs> it was footless It's not like footless yeah was that, uh, was that was that was that kenny that's loggins
1: kenny oh, yeah. um that's fine kenny loggins is fine he's fine with this <laughs> <laughs>
0: King guys, Sunday Phoeps. More fiefs. Fief, fief. <laughs> Anyway guys brought to you by Audible.com audible. audible. audible <laughs> Okay, so here's the deal with uh, Audible. They do uh audiobooks and Scott and I read books. Books that you can listen to on Audible.com. And so. and yeah, I listen. I do listen to books, too. I do both. Oh, I'm I, do I listen to books. Yeah, I do it all. Scott. I do it all. You I do it. don't limit myself to the page. You are just a renaissance man when it comes <laughs> to books. I also have to commute. Well, well, I'm a commuter. I get that. I totally get that. And yeah. as a
1: commuter and many of our commuter friends out there, my recommendation for Audible's great. Listen to a book. So... <laughs> God damn it. And if you want to listen to Audible has it with over 150,000 titles and virtually every genre. You'll find what you're looking for. Get a free audiobook and 14-day trial today by signing up at wwwaudiblepodcastcom feeb. Go check it out. I promise you'll find something that uh, that you'll dig. I think we've recommended um, we've recommended the John Krakauer books into the wild uh the one i listened to was one of the first audible books i ever had it was on cassette tape it was uh um the one where he climbs everest into thin air that's yes a, into that, thin
0: air is fucking that's so a
1: that good. is a great one
0: and now I'll, scott yes i just read Matt. a book that i just had to double check to make sure it's on audible.com it's available for you guys to read at home um And this book is called The Disaster Artist, My Life Inside the Room. It's right there under your, uh, right there. There it is. This is my book. I just read this. Now, Scott, have you ever seen the worst movie ever made called The Room? I have not. Okay. Well, I've seen The Room. I've I've seen it many years ago. Uh, It used to be a big billboard up in Los Angeles on Highland. Uh, for this crazy movie called The Room. I'm sure a lot of our listeners know about it, but if you haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend uh, watching it. It's one of those so-bad-it's-good movies, which kind of goes against everything Scott Mosher stands for as a human being, but it's one of those movies that's so bad it's hilarious and amazing. And one of the stars of the movie, Greg uh, Sestero, uh, wrote this book with Tom Bissell, uh, and it's his whole account of not only the making of this movie with this wonderfully crazy uh, Tommy Wiseau, who's the guy who wrote, directed, and starred in it, <coughs> but it's also the story of like how he met Tommy and how that came to be. So yeah, what he yeah. does is each chapter, you know, is a different portion of. The, the chapter is about the room, and then the next chapter is about chronologically him and his relationship with Tommy, leading up leading up to, leading up to, to the, making the making of the room. Right, so, and it's not not linear. And and it's a very quick read. It's a funny read. If you were to listen to this on Audible, and get it as one of your free audiobooks, guess what? It's eleven hours of content
1: for free. For free. For free. Eleven hours. And if you're commuting, like I'm saying, yeah, you're commuting. You're going on holiday, Thanksgiving. You, you make sit out. in traffic. Bend make your out. kids listen to it because, like, and what they so did here
0: about them. What they did in this book. One of the things I like so much about this book is the is that they nailed sort of, like, the dialogue of Tommy Wiseau. Like, they nailed sort of what he sounds like in a, in a conversation. It's really fascinating. It looks like, so, for, his, for, his, for example, uh, uh, you want to do a scene together? He looked at me, his eyes narrowed, his mouth partly opened. I couldn't tell if he was annoyed or offended or pleased. You and me, he asked? Yeah. Why you ask me, he asked irritably. (laughs) Which is exactly how Tommy would drop the article. Just say, why you ask me. Uh, Call me Tommy, not Thomas. Uh, I'm Greg, by the way. Then he said nothing and walked away. Uh, This is like... I don't know why I found this so fascinating, but it genuinely is... It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I haven't seen, Do you need to see the movie to enjoy the book? Now, okay. It's it's actually as long as you understand. You actually really don't need to see the movie to enjoy the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there I you recommend go. Recommend it to everybody, but you know, seeing the book, or rather, seeing the movie, is, is makes it uh, enhances makes a, the experience. It, a experience. it Enhances. Just like listening to this book makes the book a, a more enhances. Experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's my. I have a few breeds but I love it. That you overprepared. Yes, but underdelivered. Not all of them. That's fucking my motto. <laughs> that'll be the name of my book. <laughs> Overprepared, underdelivered. Delivered. The Scott Moser story. My uh the book I just finished is it's a fiction book called A Constellation of Vital Phenomena uh by Anthony Mara. Okay. And it's uh really good. It's a <clears throat> big epic story takes place during the uh, war in Chechnya is like a part of the world I hadn't sort of read about, but uh, it's a really good book. Mm-hmm. And they do have it on Audible, so I recommend it.
0: Great. So there you go. Get that. What is, can... the, what, is the, what is the fictional, what is the tale of? You're just telling me it takes place in Chechnya. You're not exactly setting my world on fire here, Hold Scott. on, let me see if I can... Find the synopsis.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> a resi- wow, so long.
0: A resilient
1: doctor risks everything to save the life of a hunted child... In this majestic debut about love, loss, and the unexpected ties that bind us together. Ooh, I like binding agents like A, a. brilliant, haunting novel. Uh, I'm, I'm flipping through. Anthony Mara transports us to a snow covered village in Chechnya where eight year old Ahava, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, watches from the woods as Russian soldiers abduct her father in the middle of the night, accusing him of aiding Chechen rebels telling you man i don't want to i don't want to give too much away all right you just gotta trust me
0: i scott i think we all trust you but there i got I, I gave all it the feebles t- trust you it's good it's
1: a super it, it it is a really good read too i was like that's what i was reading during my crazy uh <clears throat> eight week um eight week, work eight week non-everyday work so i wasn't getting to read a lot eight weeks to read that book is a long time for me yeah, this book took me a week and a half. Normally it would take it me was. four or five days. So anyways, go to Audible.com and get your free book. Those are two possibilities.
0: AudiblePodcast.com uh, forward slash Feeb. My other Feeb reads, I have two others. Yeah. And, a Feeb, and a Feeb TV. Oh my God, this is Scott. You're blowing me away right now.
1: All right, go so ahead. so the Phoebe TV, yeah. I'll do it in the order that I have sort of learned. So... Um, i had seen this chef Sean Brock, who has a restaurant called Husk in um, Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and I think he has one in Nashville, right? Yeah. So I'd seen him on um, Anthony B- one of Anthony Bourdain's episodes, and so and then I'd watched um, when I was in Dallas, I'd watched Mind of a Chef season one mm-hmm. on PBS with David Chang. So PBS the um. Season two is split in half and the first half is Sean Brock in South Carolina and the second half is the woman from I think the spotted pig what's the restaurant in New York
0: that that sounds like the restaurant
1: yeah so anyway so I watched him so I knew he was and then I watched the mind of the Sh- mind of a chef
0: um, season two
1: which I'm recommending if nobody's seen it I believe it's on Netflix now but mm-hmm. it's really good um, and so I watched that. My wife watched it with me. She's like, now she's obsessed, really wants to go to that restaurant. He has a cookbook out okay. called Heritage, which highlights a lot of the stuff in the show. There's really interesting stuff. So, inside the show, there's a moment where he's talking to this guy who breeds or has um, this heritage, right? Uh, Carolina uh, Carolina, Carolina yeah, Carolina Gold. Mm-hmm. It's like, it goes into the history of rice in, in Carolina mm-hmm. and how it's like, it was a huge rice producer and then you know when slavery was abolished and the war and all stuff and then pretty soon it was like all uncle bens and nobody was making this rice so this guy brought this rice back and other um Let's other see. um other heritage um different types of stuff and he has a mill and you can buy it and i bought it and the, it's it's awesome mm-hmm. I've had that rice shipped out. Um, Go to AnsonMills.com and you can order the rice. Watch the show and then the cookbook is amazing.
0: That's really, really good. Scott. Yes. Going along with your sort of theme right now. Yes. I have been recently watching a lot of uh, America's Test Kitchen. Uh Uh-huh. Which is on PBS. Yep. Which is far and away the best cooking show I've ever seen in my life. Like... Exceedingly so. To the point where the recipes, you know, can sometimes be complicated, but it's really just done a step by step and they tell you why they're doing everything, the way they're doing it, mm-hmm. and what's happening. So it's a show done by the makers of Cook's Illustrated Magazine. Yeah. Are you familiar with Cook's Illustrated I am, Magazine? Yeah, I am. So Of course I am, Matt. So, let me tell you, okay, they on this show, on America's Test Kitchen which i think you can watch whatever current season is on their website americastestkitchen.com uh it's on pbs it's on pbs i wonder if it's
1: on the like i have the pbs app on oh yeah you uh, should take a look at it TV. Is on there
0: um, so they recently on the show they they cook yeah uh, a main dish usually they do equipment reviews so like if you're like wanted to find out the best blender or cast iron pan yeah they'll they'll test the shit out of that and then tell you what's what, and then they do taste tests for like margarine or mayonnaise or different brands, sort of or new basics, stuff. you know, right. things like that. Coffee, etc. So they did a beef taste test. Gotcha, Scott. Where they did they tasted they tasted beef that ranged from twenty two dollars a pound to a hundred and ten dollars a pound. Ah, with the idea of being like, is, is
1: there a this, difference? They're
0: like, is this worth it? Is this beef that's so expensive worth it? I did that. Yeah. Well, guess what? The place that won the taste test, Brant Beef, is located in Southern California. Wow. And it is a hop, skip, and a jump down the five. If you wanted to go pick up meat yourself, you can. They will also deliver it to you. I had it delivered. I had I ordered four. No, I ordered six New York strips. Yeah. And eight burgers. Yep. Yeah. The New York Strips guy was ridiculous. They're a hundred percent corn fed cattle. Yeah. Uh naturally raised. Uh so good, so tender, it was it was amazing. And I the way I cooked those steaks was I used their own recipe, uh, America's Test Kitchen's recipe for a charred grilled steak. Yeah, And it was phenomenal. And is Scott. so where in the spectrum of cost? Uh, the Brant beef was. was I think the cut they tested on the show was forty two dollars a pound. Yeah, I know that for my order it didn't. My order it wasn't forty dollars a pound. Whatever I ordered it ended up being like one hundred and fifteen dollars for the steaks and the burgers for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and I just I I highly recommend you do it.
1: I uh, I will Brandt try beef.
0: that place. Brant beef. You should try that place I
1: in uh, Idaho. I love it. Let's do an exchange of places. Snake River Farms, which I
0: recommended before, and I believe somebody on the show, like, grabbed some. They oh, have, yeah.
1: Yeah, they have good... Um, they have Kobe dogs.
0: Well, let me tell you this. Are really they drink. tested a $110 a pound Kobe beef. Yeah. And it came in last in their taste test. Really? Yeah. Wow. They do a blind taste test, so they don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just as far as juice... It was... We did that. We had some Snake River Farms and then we bought some steak at
1: Trader Joe's. And uh, I had the. My friend and I were making it. And then. And then we. My wife and like all the ladies, we did the blind taste test. Mm-hmm. And it was like.
0: It was. A real fun dinner party activity. It was very fun. <laughs> I mean, everybody had a great time. Yeah.
1: Um But it was like an instant. Like it wasn't even like. There was no drama. Yeah. Like, there was no, like... Oh, it could be? Is no, it? it was like... It was like like that. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, done. And, I mean, some of it is, like... You know, you could... I mean, you could look at the piece of meat before you cook it and see yeah. the marbleization. Oh, my God. And the marbleization in the more expensive piece is just, like, you can see it and the... You know, when you're cooking it and, and that stuff. And that stuff... Cooks out and melts into them. Yeah. It's like it adds a lot of flavor. It's really good. I mean, there's none, none, you know. This is what it is.
0: I don't know if they tested snake river, so I'm gonna gladly order some of that. Try you it. You should. I. Uh, I. It's really good. Let you know. Cooked it on. The and I'm gonna road. watch American Test Kitchen. America's
1: and Test Test Kitchen. you should watch Mind of Chef season two. Season two, I will say, like, in season one, David Chang's in the kitchen, he's cooking, and you kind of pick up on a few things he's doing. Season two, Mind of a Chef, like, generally speaking, when he's doing um, whatever he's cooking, I found generally um, I could replicate it. I was like, there was enough information, and um, a lot of it was very simple. And a lot of it was like, It was interesting because it's like southern cooking, but he's sort of like there's a lot of vegetables. You know, it's not a like just a bunch of barbecue. There is one episode that's like
0: a bunch of barbecue, a bunch
1: of barbecue. Look fucking good. (laughs) But that's my, that's my that's a TV end.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, in my TV thing. I've been talking about America's Test Kitchen since I found it. It's sort of amazingly addictive, and like I signed up for all of their. You know i get cooks illustrated i got the america's test kitchen website and the cooks illustrated website and the cooks country which is the other tv show they do Huh. essentially the same chefs just in a vermont setting those more those? rustic dishes though yeah, yeah. a lot more like um potato hearty stuff and all that kind of thing. winter
1: stuff as yeah we, as we as we enter yeah winter just, there's just, an arctic
0: blast going across our country i was just in boston you were just in Boston. I was just in New York and Boston. Yep. Let me see. Did I eat anywhere in New York that was amazing? I went to this place called Cafe Luxembourg in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh it's like on the upper west side. Yeah. And I got that's uh, around Lincoln Center, sort of. I got uh you know, I got some steak fries. Nice. And it was very good. And then I looked to my left, and who is sitting not ten feet away who? from me? Mr David Hyde Pierce. And you were like... I was like... Holy Luxembourg. Oh my god. That is Niles Crane. And did you have a Fraser moment? I... Did you did say not, I did not say anything to him. You know why? Because the man was eating. He was by himself and... He wasn't by himself. He was with a, another uh, guy, but... I just didn't want to interrupt him. I was like, oh, they seem like they're having a lunch meeting or catching up on old times. Yeah. Point is, not my place... No. To go say hello... What am I gonna say? Hey, I love Frazier. You think he's ever heard that before? Yeah, probably once or twice. Probably. A, you could have picked something else more obscure. Yeah, like go. Him. Oh, I love you. Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, I'm sure he hears that too. Yeah, just leave him alone, man. Exactly what I did, Scott. Yeah. I just left him alone.
1: I don't have any. I I have. I, I'm trying to think of a, a restaurant that I've actually been to. I haven't been out that much. I went to uh, the Thai Place Night and Song. Oh, I've heard of it. Sunset. It was yeah, good.
0: It yeah. was really good. Uh, some good stuff. Yeah, New York. I... Oh, I went to Luke's Lobster Roll in New York. I've never been there. Shout out to Luke's Lobster Roll. They make a fucking hell of a lobster roll. Nice. It's all Maine lobster. I got their lobster roll, and I also got a grilled cheese sandwich. Ah. Because if I see a grilled cheese sandwich prominently displayed on a menu, I'm going to order it. And it was such a good grilled cheese. The lobster was amazing. Let me just say that. It was a great lobster roll. One of the That's why you go to Luke's Lobster or whatever But the grilled called. cheese, like, sort of weirdly, because it was so cold outside, it hit the uh, spot like nobody's business. It just... I got uh, American. Oh, boy.
1: I love... Uh, I love... I love winter food. Yeah. Um, it's part of my problem with... Los Angeles? Los Angeles is, mm-hmm. like... I love, like, the the hearty foods, but there's something about, like, being out in the cold and, like, warm, hearty food is, like, so good. It enhances the flavor of it, and you just don't get that here. I yeah. just stand in a freezer or
0: something. Well, I love, you know, tomato soup and grilled cheese. There's, like, nothing better. Yeah. Just that combination of delicious goodness. And you know what I love every year? And this guy must get money still. The Campbell's Soup commercial where the kid comes in as a snowman and then he melts as he's eating their tomato soup. Oh, that guy. That kid has been... They've been running that commercial for almost 30 years. Like, I feel like that commercial's been on since I was a child. It's been on a long time. It looks like Every year. Yeah. And you know what? It's still a great commercial. That guy must be so stoked. Like he must love it when Christmas rolls around. He gets yeah. a check. He's like bingo. Just like I guess, I suppose anybody that's in a Christmas movie must like love it when Christmas starts. Yeah. Because like you know, I used to hear Artie on Howard Stern talking about whenever they would air Elf. When Christmas would roll around, he'd end up getting like big fat just residual like a giant, checks. Nice. fifteen thousand dollar check because it had aired on TBS three hundred like, times. Three hundred times.
1: <laughs> that's what we gotta do. So we gotta make a Christmas movie. Yeah, we gotta
0: make a Christmas movie. Phoebe saves Christmas. Yeah, Phoebe saves Christmas
1: from a bunch of stereotypical,
0: very racist <laughs> characters created by George Lucas. Oh my god, we're gonna have the best time. Would you? I get this. This. There year, you go. You started right there. This year <laughs> is uh, I'm gonna you know get a real big Christmas tree and all that stuff. Yeah, first year in the house, and it's gonna be Dory's first Christmas. Ever? She's Jewish. Oh, okay. So she's never really had uh, the Christmas experience. A Christmas. So I'm gonna do that for her, and I gotta make it like the best Christmas ever. Because I don't want it to be like a lame Christmas. Well, if it's her I first want one. her to be like, hey, this Christmas thing. I see what you guys are on about It's great. You're gonna try to yeah. take her out of her Jewishness. I'm gonna no. We can also have a, a you know Hanukkah Hanukkah situation. She's going to have a lot. <laughs> You're like, fest. I'm going to have an amazing
1: Christmas, and we can, you know, have a Hanukkah, Hanukkah situation. situation.
0: Well, Hanukkah is not that important a holiday to them. You know what I mean? On the calendar, yeah. as far as religious holidays go. Uh, man You got your Yom Kippur's, you got your Rosh Hashanah's, you got, you know, you got a lot of other holidays that are... Bigger. Bigger. More, 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 uh, ritualized. It's in the top ten. Yeah, sure, it's in the top ten. But it's not, like, number one. Not number one. Although, I guess technically in the Christian calendar, Easter is number one, Christmas is number 10.
1: Are you gonna be here in LA all Christmas?
0: Yeah. Are you? Nope. Where are you going? Washington? I'm driving Canada?
1: north right after. You're driving? I'm gonna drive the dogs up right after uh, Christmas Day. Oh my god. Driving with the doggies. Why don't you play a song? Because one, like, one it's upside down. <laughs>
0: There you go. It's upside down. Scott, you look like you look like you should always have a guitar. <laughs> I can't do it upside down. I can't do it right Scott's, side up either. Scott's trying to play "Ode to Joy." I Beethoven's.
1: was. I can't play it. <laughs> who played guitar yeah the fucking that whoa,
0: fuck what was his name I remember that movie came out and I love that movie like that movie is awesome that's a that's one of those cultural touchstone movies
1: yeah that movie's so fucking good but anyways like that movie came out and I remember I remember was, you know Like on the internet, and you could order a fucking cassette tape of his guitar playing. (laughs) And I had it, and I can't find it. I've tried to find it like ten times. Kind of bummed out. Mm. So, anyways, I am going to. I'm gonna head north. You're staring at (laughs) me. I know. Because you were fucking doing the neck (laughs) thing and staring at me. (laughs) It kind of freaked me out. I wasn't ready for it. With his fingers. This is what Teddy sounds like when he's happy. And this is what Teddy sounds like when he's sad.
0: Teddy and oh, Okay, like, you, know, what were you doing? doing What I don't know I was tuning
1: being? out <laughs> I completely tuned out if I can play guitar we could do like warring guitars but I can't like Crossroads
0: ah oh, fuck I used to love that movie when I was a kid What are they? it's a shit movie they just fucking rock out with it's uh Steve Satriani Vi. right Or oh, Steve Vai Steve Sorry. Steve Vai and uh Ralph Macchio fuck yeah at the end and then it's basically like Ralph Macho
1: reverts to classical, classical guitar. Music, and the guy can't and handle then Steve Biden's like, I can't handle it. Your soul has returned to you. <laughs> and what's her name? Jamie Gersh? Jamie Gertz? Jamie Gertz. Wasn't Jamie Gertz like the bad girl?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and, they found uh, on the road? Fuck, what's his
1: face? Ralph Macho is the. No, lead. The,
0: the, the old man. Who plays the old black guy in that movie? Fucking A. Isn't it like, um, god damn it. Guys, the internet's going to tell us. I know you're all screaming at the, maybe none of you are screaming. I don't anymore. actually, I,
1: I don't, Is it, do you really think it's that, uh, do you think it's that popular of a, movie? you think of a, movie?
0: of a character actor? Yeah, isn't he? Isn't he, like, doesn't he end up... Because I feel like it's the same... Guys, we're talking about the 1986 Crossroads and not... 2002. Joe Seneca. Oh, Joe Morton's in that. That's right, Joe Morton's like the devil's right-hand man, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I saw this movie, like... 900 times. It's Walter Hill, man. It's good shit, man. Guys, another Phoebe sees for you if you've never seen um Crossroads Crossroads from 1986 the guitar duel movie by Walter Hill where soul gets taken and
1: well basically it's the story supposedly I mean it's the Robert Johnson it's the Robert Johnson story and uh Ralph Macho and his looking super I mean at the height of his at the height of Macho of Machoism
0: yes of his Machoism and he plays in that movie. He plays a an old Fender Telecaster. He does, and and Joe Seneca tries to
1: teach him how you got the blues. Yeah, um, guys. Everyone... I don't know of anybody. I, I mean, do you now that you've seen his name. Yeah, that is
0: not a name people pull out of their ass. He's really good in the movie. Correct, correct. He's great in the movie. Um, but. But I've seen, he's been in a ton of stuff. Like he's he has. he's in he's Kramer vs. His... Kramer, Time to Kill, Malcolm X. Spike Lee's Tarzan in Manhattan. Yeah. He was in... So you've seen his face a thousand times. I feel like
1: What was the first movie? I think it? we should all
0: Oh he's in the taking
1: of Pelham one, 2, 123, the first one. Oh which is a fucking genius movie.
0: That's the shit.
1: If you haven't seen that, I know they remade it, and I'm not even gonna talk about it. I didn't even it. see the
0: remade. I mean... doesn't matter. It doesn't ruin your opinion of the original. Which is why I don't mind the RoboCop remake, because I have my original RoboCop. That's true. I don't care if they remade Ball, yeah, they have to say. I don't
1: really want to watch it, because the first one is, like, tonally so... The, the first one is, like, tonally in, in in this space that nobody would make a movie now. It's like... Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's tonally, like... Walter Matthau is fucking amazing, and... It's like, it's played for humor, and the, the humor versus, like, intensity is, like, very strange. Not a normal,
0: like, yeah. people would be like, it's too jokey, it's too this, but, oh, God. That kind of, that, what you are just saying there, about the taking film one, two, three being remade. I have, you know, the utmost respect for the film RoboCop, you know. Yeah, it's one of my favorite the movies. Paul First Bear oh. Paul Verhoeven's RoboCop. And... The second one, I will... Or rather, not the second one, but the remake Remake. of RoboCop that just came out this past year. It didn't... You know, the fact that I sat through that movie didn't didn't ruin the fact that RoboCop still existed for me. But I will say this. Michael Keaton is great in the new RoboCop. Yeah. Michael Keaton is great in the other guys. Michael Keaton is fucking phenomenal in Birdman. He's back. Michael Keaton... Is such a good actor, so funny, just like he Michael Keaton. uh, The world needs more Michael Keaton.
1: It's true. He's been gone for a
0: while. I'm saying the world needs more Michael Keaton, and I'm glad he's back. That he seems to be back, ready, willing, and able. That's good. You know what would have been cool is if they let Michael Keaton play Batman in the new Batman. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool.
1: Because he's that age now. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean like, because the new Batman is supposed to be, that's
0: what it's supposed to be? Yeah. I don't even know what it's supposed to be. I don't really know what it's supposed to be either. It's supposed
1: to be Batman fighting Superman. But if it's
0: Batman fighting Superman, then that brings it to the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. The Dark Knight Returns. Whoa. Ugh. I mean... I mean, I have a statue of Batman on a horse from the comic right in front of you, Scott. That's maybe the most embarrassing fucked up thing you've ever done. I am going to go kill myself... I'm going to
1: punch With you in chocolate. the face right now.
0: <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Death by chocolate. Just kill me right now. Get me a moose. Um. Scott, thank you for joining me for this episode of Feeb. In your house. Thank you for joining all the Feebles. And uh, I think it's time. We're going to be back. We uh, we actually are going to be back. We're recording on Saturday. So you're yeah. going to get two weeks in a row of feeble. You know but, why? Because we love you. We love you. Even, when we're, Even when we're not making out with you, we still love you. We don't have to like make out with you. We love with you, right? Is this a conversation you've had before, right, Scott? Right. Yeah, sure. Scott, sure, sure. right? Yeah. We don't, yeah, have, we don't have to make out. No, but I'll make out
1: with you want. We can for yes. Christmas. It's
0: Christmas time. is coming. I'm I put boy. my guitars back on the wall. Sorry. Yeah, we don't have what a saying song about it. Uh... Listen, in the words of the greatest actors ever, of all time, of all time, Mr. Mark Wahlberg and Mr. Denzel, Denzel Washington, make it rain.
1: If you uh, want to listen to it, Audible has it. With over 150,000 titles in virtually every genre, you'll find what
0: you're looking for. Oh, my God. You're going to find ev- literally every single thing you can imagine. Leisure, education, politics, special interest topics. If you want to find uh, medical do- books, go ahead. There's medical books on there. Everything. Cookbooks. I don't know if someone would read a cookbook, but I'd listen to Why it. Why not? Listen to it. Books, books on food. All kinds of Ugh. shit. Guys, well, the point is... It's the leading please. provider
1: of spoken audio information
0: and... and entertainment. Entertainment. Guys, the Listen point to is, audiobooks. I just want you to go to audible.com. Whenever and wherever, wherever you, you
1: want. want. Get a free... And if you do this, if you go to audible.com audible if you go to
0: audiblepodcast.com forward slash Phoebe, you will be given the offer of a free audio book download of your choice whatever free. you want if you want to download an 11 hour book like like the disaster artist by Greg Sestero and Tom Bissell then fucking do go it go for it but if you want to borrow or rather download own a 38 hour book like the biography of the Beatles I've been reading for a year and a half you can rock you that you can do shit. that too same, same free price Free audio Three dollars and no cents.
1: And a 14-day trial today. Go to
0: www.audiblepodcast.com forward slash feeb. Tell them Scott and Matt sent you. I don't know that there's a box you don't have where you to. can tell them that they no. sent us. I think just by going through that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash feeb. Yes. Listen out there. I know there's a lot of podcasts. And I know a lot of you listen to podcasts regularly. But I also know that sometimes you hit refresh and you don't see anything. There's no new podcast. Yeah. You know what you do? Let's turn Go on to audible.com. Audible. Yeah. Audiblepodcast.com forward slash feeb. And uh, that does it for this week's feed. I mean, it already did it. We already signed off. Yeah, so don't what do are we doing? Again. We're not redundant. You're We're redundant, already redundant it. Scott. Let's You're go back it. We're going to go back out now. Bye.
1: This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir.